This is WFHB's Looming Out, your weekly update on issues in the LGBTQIA community, with your hosts, Melanie, Ireland, and Justin. Are you so Blooming Out is produced by Ireland Meacham and Melanie Davis, with executive producer Kyria Greenberg. Tune in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. to hear the discussion from local LGBTQIA voices. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Lucas Fisher. Before we get to our show, let's catch up with the Blooming Out crew. Ireland, what's going on with you? I have a show this week. Again, my sketch comedy group, Boy in the Bubble, um, at IU is having a show um, on Saturday in the Fine Arts Building, room 015 at 9.30 p.m. So if you want to come to that, it's going to be fun. Sounds great. Yeah, wow. And it's a queer group because I'm in it. That's what I always say. (laughs) What date was it again? Uh, This Saturday, um, the... What's... Oh, the 12th. 12th. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the 12th at 9.30 p.m. Yeah. Sounds good. It's awesome. I think I am actually free on Saturday. Oh, sick. Right? You would like this show. We've got a lot of stuff coming that's pretty fun so i yeah. always get worried when people say you would like this show like okay what do you think In i would like i don't know <laughs> is that i feel like we're, i feel like the type of the humor that we usually go with is is your your type of humor so okay yeah that's all <laughs> money python satirical witty mm-hmm. highbrow for sure highbrow. for sure <laughs> no uh no um no cussing yeah at all no I was cussing like sam kinnison screaming into the night sort of thing no <laughs> no fantastic yeah no cussing wow just kidding well how did i just oh. catch i'm that? totally kidding there's a lot of cussing oh okay <laughs> oh. we can't it's definitely we a rated r show cuss, <laughs> we can't cool cuss. my parents cool. come every every time it's great <laughs> and <laughs> That's is, is awesome. it free yeah absolutely free and it's at the um, fine arts the building fine which building. is um, to the le- if you're like heading down seventh towards the auditorium, it's like right to the left of the auditorium. Right to the left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right to the left. Right to the left. It's to the left of the auditorium. <laughs> Where that uh, fountain? Yeah, thing? across from Showalter Fountain. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My cool. mom said back in the '60s they put a bra on her. Like I thought that was very prudish. Like you know, <laughs> what they put a bra on the the mermaid. The oh, on fountain. the mermaid. Oh, oh, on the mermaid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, Apparently a thing they did in the 60s because, you know, (sighs) breasts. Oh, my gosh. Right? A nude woman? Yes. In public? Not necessarily But she's made of stone. She's she's, she's a fish woman. Yeah. That would be a fun art project. It's like make her an outfit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To do it all the time. Like during the fish. Well, I was thinking during Put bras on the fishes, but not the mermaid. There's an idea. That's a political statement. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Cool. Lucas? Yeah, what's up with what you? you? Uh, not much. Making beats, taking names. Nice. Rolling tape. Yeah. Yep. Like actual tape? Do like you film. digitally? Or, oh. Yeah, no. the film oh. the film job, right. Oh, oh right, right, right. I thought you were making Sorry music. Oh, well, yes, that too. Yeah. And taking names. And taking <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of names being Not taken. really. Where are you taking them? What are you doing with them? Um, I'm storing them on a server um, offshore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got so your own onion site where you sell them? them? <laughs> yeah. Don't want to pay taxes on, on the names. On those names. On those yeah. names you're taking. Right. Yeah. Well, we're using it for later. So. <laughs> All those names. That's scary. Yeah, I have like five different Facebook accounts. 
I know people that do. Actually, yeah. yeah, not really. I do know a lot of people who do too. Yeah, they've got burner accounts and troll accounts and stuff like that. I've been yeah. thinking of some names like Lincoln Bio. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I like that. I kind of want to make a. But it's like one. Lincoln, like Lincoln Park, and yeah. then Bio. Yeah. Yeah, like LinkedIn, LinkedIn Bio. Bio. LinkedIn Bio. LinkedIn Bio. Yeah. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> You're not old enough for that, I don't think, right? For LinkedIn? LinkedIn. I oh, LinkedIn. I have one. I have yeah. one now. Yeah. They make you do it in college now. They're like, you need to get a job, and this is the way to do it. Yeah. So. You should record your info on a wax tube. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, <laughs> uh, That seems like, I mean, I have a LinkedIn account, but I'm old, so... You yeah. know, everybody's well, got one. Yeah, these there's days. like jobs on there. So. My 19 year old sister has one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's uh-huh. sad. I didn't have one until I was 23, mm-hmm. which is how old I am. It's like now. a mark. <laughs> it's like you've got the LinkedIn mark. Yeah. Yeah. I need some headshots. Anyway. Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I take photographs. I do that. Oh. That's what I do. I've been doing it for ages. Look we'll at my Facebook account. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody out there, look at my Facebook account. Yeah, you're well, a moon photographer, yeah. right? Yeah. What? You're a moon photographer. I've seen your... Well, yes. I'm not going to take your moon pho- photograph. So, oh, okay. But, uh, I mean, privately, maybe I won't put it up on Facebook, though. Some of those okay, portraits you've good. done of Cat, though, are really nice. Like, you've, you've got some talent, for sure. <laughs> it's all in the equipment, folks. <laughs> I have no talent. It's um, all about the What's angles. new with you, though? I have been trying not to get uh, angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, tell us more. The news has, I mean, you all at home know this. The news is horrific yeah. um, yep. in so many ways with with impeachment, um, with the ways that Trump is trying to uh, kind of deflect from yeah. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also in the LGBT front, it's it's terrifying. horrible. Yeah. Um, the woman who was dragged... The uh, um, there have been more attacks. There, there are legislation yeah. going on, and it's none of it is uh, going our way. Mm-hmm. I should say, and it really says to me we need to start circling the wagons. We need to start coming together and coming to our own aid and building up uh, uh, movements to bring our issues forward mm-hmm. um, because we didn't get, we got marriage, right? But we didn't get real change. And some of the things that are happening, like this, we'll talk about this later, but the Supreme court hearings, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's stuff that can affect us more in our like actual everyday lives, you know, as opposed to, I mean, marriage is really important and that's a huge statement, but, but like, yeah, our 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 rights as human beings are at stake, you yeah. know. So, yeah, in all areas. And yes, the the Supreme Court. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. We should get. Let's, well, let's get, get right into it. into it. Yeah. Oh, we should mention. Um. It's fun, fun drive. drive. Fun drive time. Happy fun, fun drive. drive. All right, let's get right into it. WFHB was created as an alternative to commercial radio. It allows a variety of passionate volunteers. Hey. Like us. <laughs> like us, like you, to create the programming we all listen to on a daily basis. Call 812-323-1200 right now to keep these frequencies diverse and commercial-free. WFHB, blooming out all of your free programming, needs your support. Mm-hmm. Right? This There's... show wouldn't be 
possible without WFHB. We love the station, and it's super important to keep it going. So if you have any spare change, yeah, send it our way. We've been on the the radio now sixteen years. Sixteen so years. Blooming out, spend yeah. it's an institution. Mm-hmm. I mean, in college years, that's like yeah, and it's like one of the only community spaces in Bloomington, really. For people to gather and share ideas. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You you don't just get to own a radio station and and uh, talk about whatever you want, but WFHB you can do that and mm-hmm. get involved. It's very easy for people to get involved, um, and we have of- really good DJs, really good music. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. lots of volunteer opportunities in all areas, from you know uh, uh, journalism. Uh, to uh, setting up programming for uh, music, and uh, you know there there's so many voices here uh, that just you know you won't hear on commercial radio where you get the same thing over and over again, and uh, you know the same songs play every whatever we get all of it. So uh, jazz. Local music, that's the big thing. Local music. Mm-hmm. Local music, Local yeah. music. Um, we're, yeah. We're not trying to sell anyone anything. We're yeah. trying to be a place for people to gather. Yeah, and, and be so a place. It's yeah. really awesome. It's so cool. So if you um, go to the website. If you go the to the website, wfhb.org, or and, call us at our number again, 812-323-1200, right now to keep the waves going. Keep them diverse. Keep them diverse. Hit that big red donate button and yeah. uh, uh, show how much you love community radio. Yeah. All right. Time for some news. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's see. We have, do we want to go for the, the big one first? Yeah. The big let's, one. Let's yep. do it. This is a whole thing. Yep. The Supreme court is back in session this week and is hearing arguments in three cases that are critical for LGBTQ plus workers rights. Um, so two of the cases are about discrimination against gay people in the workplace, Bostock versus Clayton, Clayton County and Georgia and Altitude Express Incorporated versus Zarda. Um, and those are about, uh, two men, Donald Zarda and Gerald Bostock, who both lost their jobs when their employers found out that they were gay. Um, and then the other case is about discrimination against transgender people. That is RG and GR Harris Funeral Homes versus Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Um, and that is centered on a woman, uh, named Amy Stevens, who was fired from her position, um, I think a couple of years ago mm-hmm. as director of a funeral home, uh, when she came out as transgender and her employer said that she was being fired because she would, was no longer presenting as a man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so all three cases argue that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 uh, bans discrimination, quote, because of sex and discrimination against LGBTQ people is fundamentally tied to sex-based discrimination. Um, and it's literally a, a form of discrimination based on gender stereotypes. Um, but conservatives are arguing that the court should ignore the text of the Civil Rights Act altogether and focus on what lawmakers intend, quote unquote, intended, intended. Yeah. When they passed it, which is kind of. I don't like that. Yeah, no. No. Um, Justice Samuel Alito said, quote, you're trying to change the meaning of what Congress understood sex to be, like the word sex, which is just kind of a pathetic argument to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, they're talking about um, how the Civil Rights Act, like, you know, banned discrimination based on, um, you know, it was centered around like 
like women's rights and like right. yeah um but it didn't include sexual harassment yeah yeah it, it, it wasn't intended that wasn't something that was on the radar so right, can right. we take are we going to be negating all of the sexual harassment right uh, uh rules because that wasn't intended under that um if you want to just take the the constitution at its original <laughs> wording um <laughs> which thrown... was written over 200 years ago right oh, like almost 300 you know. yeah um like and that's what they outdated. keep doing that what is the original intent what is the original language yeah. mm-hmm. well the problem is understanding back then of humanity was really uh basic mm-hmm. um by today's standards yeah things have shifted yeah things i mean especially shifted. since uh 1967 and that, that's yeah. what they're really trying to right. argue for is that there was an intent which i just think is absurd mm-hmm. to to go back and say what is the intent and why sh- we they think that we are literally obligated to um follow the intentions of of people before us when really we should be writing legislation that includes mm-hmm. like and updating and regularly updating. per but decade instead, even it know? doesn't make sense how, why they want to um go on a goose hunt oh it doesn't right no well it, <laughs> yeah i mean because I, it, it's all about discrimination it's, they want to be able to discriminate against mm-hmm. gay people yeah and it's very very like thinly veiled that yeah, that's very, what they're trying like very thinly veiled and yeah and it's, um, it's absurd so we, what conservatives want what they have been you know tiptoeing around is to take us back into the 50s right the time when america was great again they when, want us to be back in 67 two years before stonewall and the gay rights movement was even on the country's radar right you know yeah and it's because you can't discriminate against people of color now mm. not that they don't but uh well. legally it's it's frowned upon um, so we're the next group mm-hmm. and if they can pull rights back, then how far are they going to go, going to go? Yeah. Because the arguments they're using against us, including the bathroom arguments, right? Yeah. Were used during the civil rights, uh, years for, um, people of color. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the same argument. Yeah. It's the same well, hatred. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's clothed in. It's sort of a religious debate, in a way. I don't. I see. I don't really understand what the what the deal is. Yeah. Well, it's not looking great um, as far as prospects go for the outcome. Um, the Justice Neil Gorsuch, 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 mm-hmm. could be the swing vote um, in all three cases, which is not great because he is the third most conservative justice on the current Supreme Court. Um, Third only to Brett Kavanaugh and, oh, I can't remember his name, one other. Uh, and the four liberal justices obviously generally, generally favored the argument that the Civil Rights Act already bans discrimination against LGBTQ people. Um, and then I have a quote from Lambda Legal's Gregory Nebens. He said, quote, if the court simply applies the law as written, LGBTQ workers win. The text of Title uh, 7, 9? Nine. Seven. 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 Sorry, I can't read Roman numerals. Um, is as clear th- as day. If an employer refuses to hire, dismiss it, dismisses or mistreats an employee because of that employee's sex, they are in violation of the law. In these three cases and in so many others, LGBTQ employees have been punished simply for not comport- conforming to the employer's sex-based stereotypes about how they should behave or who they should be attracted to. 
Yeah, it's it's blatant discrimination. There's no hiding it. There's no right covering it up with the religious freedom band aid. You know, like it's well, just there. But again, this is we're having to interpret the text, yeah. right? Um, it has not been updated, and so uh, under Obama and uh, back into the '90s, I think mm-hmm. even uh, these laws were being these rules were being tested. Mm-hmm. They were being uh, um, put forth in, uh, in lawsuits saying, you know, this is sex-based mm-hmm. uh, discrimination. And case by case, they started to build, they started to build precedent into this. And so now we have all of these cases that, that uh, you can look back onto and say, well, we have precedent for ruling in this way. But truthfully, no, that that law doesn't say that we are included. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything about us. And the laws need to be specific. They really do. Because otherwise we are going to be stuck in a, a back and forth swing forever. Mm-hmm. Depending on what administration we have. And that's the thing is that the House has passed the Equality Act already. Mm-hmm. The You know, the the administration is just trying to, you know hold the the senate back um from passing it until well you know and all the people in the senate um until this decision is made and they don't have to deal with it after that you know like they just don't want the equality act to pass which would provide specific Mm -hmm. um language that would protect lgbtq workers against discrimination right they're just biding their time and And so this is just employment discrimination. This right. doesn't include public accommodations. Mm-hmm. This doesn't yeah. include all the things they're yeah. trying to get around with healthcare. Mm-hmm. You know, those are other fights. Those are those are yeah. We're in for the long haul. Mm-hmm. So we we need to dig in. We need to come together and uh, just quit these petty little squabbles that we've been able to get into because we thought we were safe mm-hmm. and fight for our literal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's the case in uh, Florida that was decided. The case in Florida where they, uh, a court in Florida has decided that it's legal to, it's perfectly acceptable to uh, send your kid uh, into conversion camps. Mm. And and the trend across the country has been to shut these things down. Conversion has been debunked yeah. time and time again for Years and years. And yet still we have these pushes, these uh, religious rights um, to try to force a particular religion, a particular sect of a particular religion upon the entirety of the population, you know, and under the the guise of freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, if you want to go back to the original founding fathers, that's not... That's not what it's for. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Separation the Court, of church and state. Well, and but that was a later interpretation of the original, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, again, we come to interpretations. Now, that was an interpretation by the Supreme Court that there's a separation of church and state. But we, um, we're here fighting the same battles that our forebears were fighting three generations ago, mm-hmm. two generations ago. Yeah. You know, Why? Yeah, why are we why? why are we stuck here? And it's because we can't get momentum mm-hmm. if we aren't out there 
in during the the um hearing or during the reading and the 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 arguments there were people out on the street right in front of the supreme court over a hundred people mm-hmm. uh being uh detained yeah they were arrested yeah and many many more were outside uh chanting and demonstrating against uh this this it's like a steady march of hatred yeah and it's been going since the 70s really i mean not that it hasn't been all the time but there's been a a particular push like you said the swinging back and forth sort of energy sucks (laughs) well but but this has been a steadily steadily rising tide yes um the moral majority of the the religious right has been kind of building they've been building their cases they've been building uh their base mm-hmm. and really honing their message and we've been working on marriage equality and we've been working against them but we are uh fewer mm-hmm. and we need to up the game so sorry i'll get off my soapbox now oh, no that nice was great to, yeah yeah because well said you know well said. i I've been struggling against this since I was little and you guys are young. Um, and, and, you know, I looked at the people that came before me, uh, the people who were, who came out or, or were hiding pre Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, and their lives were so hard. You know, yeah. we can't really fathom what that was like. I can't, I, I was born after Stonewall. Yeah. Um, but grew up during the AIDS crisis and, and watched the hate and vitriol that came from that and that we still live with today. Um, It's even with all of this stuff going on, I'll never be able to understand how it was, you know, years and years before I was born. Cause it was, yeah, I can't even speak to that. Like I have no frame of reference for what that was like. This is LGBT. Uh, history month yeah which is so important yeah because it's not taught in schools it's the only way um, members of the lgbtq plus community are able to learn about their history is usually word of mouth you know um elders in the community passing down stories how many hours how many hours do you spend talking to elders in the community yeah not that many so right um and and i haven't for a long time you know i've been uh, since I moved down here, I actually don't know all that many elders in the right, community. Exactly. Uh, mostly it's people my age are a little bit, well, Gen X. And we, we were all pretty much post Stonewall in our coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have that except from, uh, our elders, the, the boomers. Mm-hmm. And they're still here and they're still able to be talked to. We should do a living history thing yeah. where we go out and we just take people's stories mm-hmm. that's really a valuable yeah, resource that, that would be valuable very. um that we need so well on that note we'll take a music break and we'll be right back with more news what a beautiful kingdom what a beautiful bedroom we built Moats will divide sheets to sheets Revealing new skin underneath You wear your battle scars proudly 
Welcome back. First, uh, we're going to Ireland, who's going to bring us a fun drive update. Yeah, so it is currently WFHB's fun drive here at the station. Um, we're trying to raise money for this next um, quarter. Quarter? Quarter. Quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah. Um, so um, I just wanted to remind you all that WFHB is the tra- is a training ground for independent journalism. We have our own news and public affairs department, and mm-hmm. we produce... Um, local news and uh statewide news um uh on a weekly and i think daily basis daily um basis. Yep. so um and it's it's such a great um part of what wfhb does here and the people in news and public affairs work so hard and yeah. um blooming out itself is a part of the news and public affairs department and yeah. fun fact about blooming out actually yeah. is it was the first um gender-based lgbt news talk show in indiana in wow. the yeah, yeah in indiana and it's still the only one in the su- southern pretty, pretty much the only one in indiana yeah um yeah. i think there are some college right. shows mm-hmm. but as far as i know there is no other and nothing that's been running in indiana yeah, yeah. Been nothing around in the midwest been, yeah right mm-hmm. 
So if you feel inclined to donate, uh, you can call 812-323-1200 or you can go to the website wfhb.org and there is a big red donate button that you can click on and send us some some donations. Uh, we really appreciate anything at all that you can send our way to help out. And if to make it easier, you can, you know, I'll of course do the one-time donation, but you can also uh, go on ongoing basis, mm-hmm. spread it out over the year. Yeah. Donate. And that really helps. We love that. <laughs> right. $5 a month, $10 yeah. a month, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you can spare. And think about what you would spend $10 on, right? Uh, $10 is a couple of packs of cigarettes. If you are uh, one of the few people who still smoke, <laughs> um, my mom is. So if mom, if you're listening, you know, just think of that as two packs of cigarettes. <laughs> It's less than a pizza. Right. You know? Less than a pizza. Less than, a, less than a pizza. Than a pizza. Unless, and, you, unless you go to Domino's. Well, even Domino's. Even Domino's. Yeah, Pizza's expensive. Pizza's 14 bucks for medium. pricey. Yeah. 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 And I'm vegan, so vegan pizza is even more right. expensive. So, yeah. Uh, But so, yeah, uh, we really appreciate anything. If you can become an uh, ongoing donor, um, we love that. Uh, thank you so much. Um, Again, the number is 812-323-1200 or the website is wfhb.org. All righty. We have got some more news for you guys. Melanie, you want to take this one? I will. The Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles is putting on hold a a policy allowing non-binary gender designations on driver's licenses while state officials develop new formal regulations for gender changes on state-issued IDs. The agency had proposed allowing such changes with an amended birth certificate or a special state Department of Health form signed by a doctor. Uh, State Attorney General Curtis Hill stalled the proposal last month, citing insufficient public notification, which is a horrible excuse. The BMV said it is working on a revised proposal and set a public public hearing for November 15th. And I think I want to get a caravan going on that one. Yeah. BMV spokeswoman Susan Geyer told, told the Journal Gazette that it will continue processing male to female and female to male gender modifications with the doctor's statement alone. She said the agency won't approve more re- requests for non-binary X designations until the regulation change is completed. Yeah, this is really disappointing because um, I think in March they said that they were going to provide the option mm. of the X instead of M or F um, as a gender marker on your ID. And then um, it was supposed to go into effect this month, but they put a stop to it last month. So Right. Like Curtis Hill really jumped. Mm-hmm. All over that one. With a pathetic excuse. Too. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's what, not based on reality. No. What does that even mean? It, they want, because it, it's in the realm of the Department of Health, uh, gender and sex is apparently covered under them. Uh, they want more specific guidelines geared toward that, uh, or they want that department to, to come up with something. Um Really, it's not something that is controversial. They do it in other... Uh, Oregon does it. Uh, New York, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are other places... California does as well. Right. Pretty, yeah. And uh, we have a few people walking around right now with, with their ex-designations. It's not causing a problem. Mm-hmm. There's not something that is going to come of this that is yeah. negative. It's, again, just pure discrimination. Yeah. MFX, like... It's a difference. Yeah, well, right. does it really matter? It's it really? one letter on a on a driver's license. Like right. this is it's really important for um trans and non-binary people to have you know um IDs and and documentation that 
verifies their gender identity and because it's it, it, you can come into a lot of um just awkwardness and um mm-hmm. you know discrimination out in the world if you you know if you're showing your id at a bar and they you're they're like you know it there yeah. it gets yeah. In- employment yeah yeah uh, you know just public identification normally the state policing this um a lot of people say, well, this is what they're supposed to do. Even on birth certificates, it was a controversy to put that on when they first started issuing birth certificates. And that wasn't at the beginning of the uh, the country folks. That came later in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. So there has already been, you know, 150 or so years worth of uh, wondering why we yeah. do it and yeah. then how we do it. Uh, and also... It's there to tell where you they put you in prison, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really important. That's a big thing, too. That's big. Yeah. Where do you put somebody with an uh, X designation? Where do you put a non-binary person in, into jail? Um, and with the way that we jail people in this country, that's a very important consideration for the state to figure out, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, m- more on that later. All right. Well, we've got one more news story um it's more locally oriented well i guess that one was as well but um do you want to yeah this sure one, Lucas? um so on thursday arguments were heard in an ongoing lawsuit filed by three christian conservative organizations that seek to invalidate or- ordinances in indianapolis carmel bloomington and columbus that protect members of the lgbtq community from discrimination The lawsuit argues that changes made to Indiana's Religious Freedom Restoration Act that allow for these ordinances, the RFRA fix, are unconstitutional. The fix was, in essence, a compromise that allowed the law to move forward statewide, but it prevents the law from overruling local ordinances in these four cities that prohibit discrimination based on a person's sexual orientation and gender identity. The lawsuit essentially argues that the ordinances in the four cities restrict the religious freedom protections for the three plaintiffs, the Indiana Family Institute, Indiana Family Action, and American Family Association. If the lawsuit is eventually successful, it would mean that members of the LGBTQ community in those cities, in Bloomington, in Columbus, Indianapolis, and Carmel, would no longer have those specific protections given by those cities mm-hmm. against discrimination. So, again, again, they are fighting to take our rights away. Mm-hmm. They are Literally. fighting to take our lives away. Yeah. And, yeah, we've been here in the past. I heard that argument. We've been here before. But <laughs> we shouldn't be going back to that. Yeah. You know, we're not slipping back to the days when we were burning witches either. Yeah. We're not slipping back to the days when, you know, we had serfs and, and royals. This isn't the direction to go. Right. And I, this I, is, I don't th- know how to rile the people up enough to... to... <laughs> Our lives are on the line. The ability for us to make a living, the ability for us to move through society is... That's on the line. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they are, it's not even just we want to be able to protect our own things. They want everybody to be able to 
uh, discriminate against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not that they're trying to keep they're they're arguing that they're they're trying to keep their right, whatever that is, to yeah. religious freedom or whatever. Because this that you're allowed to be whatever religion you want to be. This is not yeah. about that. This is about you're trying to take away the literal human rights of your fellow citizens. Like this is this is not your that argument is just completely void i feel like yeah yeah well it just it gets me angry yeah it's ridiculous um because it's ridiculous in the first place that these community these cities had to create their own ordinances to protect themselves from state legislation Mm -hmm. um it's just ridiculous and it shows i mean this is honestly a good example like we need to be we need to be going through the law like we need to we need to file our own lawsuits i guess i don't know like these christians um these groups sorry are taking upon themselves to um, not directly. It's just absurd. Why? Why did you back off on that? Christian. Well, it. Yeah, they are Christian organizations. Yeah, they are Christian organizations. Now I know plenty of Christian organizations that aren't like this, and then I'm calling out to them, mm-hmm. to those congregations, to those those uh, sects. You know, if you are affirming, then you should be speaking up against this. Word. Absolutely. This is, this is yeah. really. Uh, we're talking about mostly evangelical yeah and also some catholic well and that's exactly why i uh step back from that because it's not all christians necessarily they're i mean but i mean it's but they're they're all christians they're all putting themselves forward as this is this is what is morally proper and that we are amoral or immoral and that they are uh sorry i'm getting really riled up that's good that they are um in the right, in wanting to eradicate, and I'm going to use the word eradicate. Eradicate, yeah. yeah. Us. Well, and they need to be checked on. And so, I mean, whose responsibility is that? Right. And our community cannot do this alone. That's absolutely correct. We need, you know, the Christian organizations that oppose these types of lawsuits and this type of movement to speak up. And, Stand you know, our us. allies are so important. Yeah. Be vocal about being an ally. Be, you know, outward and 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 actually walk the walk. If you yeah. call yourself an ally and you're not speaking out about this stuff, you're not doing anything. You're not an ally, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can't come to the bar and spend a few bucks on drinks and dance to the music and say you're an ally. Yeah, you know, you can't have. You can't say yes, queen, and yeah. and then not like back it up. You know, yeah. like. Well, I mean, I also think there is a lot of fragmentation and what we need is organization mm-hmm. um, because I don't think the groups that are going right now, um, re- like there's, re- we're dealing with different types of, of Christians and different types of people who are, I mean, these are, these are corporations trying to change the law. So they're, they're coming mm-hmm. together as nonprofits I just under really, the umbrella of their, their respective churches, church organizations. And they are, uh, yeah, they're, they're using the nonprofit umbrella mm-hmm. of these to, like American Family Association, oh, yeah. these like family traditional ideals, whatever family, that means. Family, family, yeah, family, 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 yeah. family. We have family too. We, yeah, we are family. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that song, <laughs> and and we need to to get it together. Yeah. So, um. Uh, <sighs> where to start right mm-hmm. 
um, again, I'm going to put in a plug for yeah, for the center mm-hmm. because what the goal for the center is isn't to overstep anybody else. It's to have a place to come together and collaborate mm-hmm. and to organize. And we've already received, you know, uh, messages of, uh, I, I will say they're threats. Um, you know, you can't do this. You shouldn't be doing this. This needs to stop now kind of stuff, uh, by people who identify as Christian. You can go and see their profiles. You know, when these people send these messages, they're, they're open to the world. They don't fear anything because they feel they're on the right side. Um, and what is there to fear anyway? You know, yeah. we are trying to live our lives like we have been forever. Mm-hmm. And this is a pivotal, pivotal moment in history in so many ways for so many people. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to be reaching across the aisles, the, the, uh, streets to other organizations, to other people, because we're all under threat here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the LGBT community that has to, to uh, throw up the sandbags. Um, we, we as a community, we as a family, you know, everybody listening to this, get up off your tuchus, you know, mm-hmm. it's time. It's time to, to come together, talk to your neighbors read the news it's hard it's difficult it hurts you want to bury your head in the sand but let's take a community break community minute break community notes break community (laughs) calendar break community calendar let's take a community calendar break and i want to remind everyone again that it is fun drive so please give us a call here at the studio. That phone number is 812-323-1200. Or you can go online, visit us at www.wfhb.org and click the big red donate button. Okay, time for the community calendar. Did you know that you can have an event listed on our community calendar if you send us the name, date, and time, and a complete address of the venue to calendars at wfhb.org. The events calendar is a volunteer-powered public service of your community radio station. All right, this week we have on the 11th at 7.30 p.m., that's Friday, the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater at 411 East 7th Street in Bloomington. The Big Gay Debutante Ball. Tickets are $20, $25 at the door. You can order those online. And on Saturday, Oriana's World of Fantasy presents the Harry Potter-inspired show, Part 2. And that is $15 or $20 at the door. 11 p.m. on Saturday. This is the much-anticipated Harry Potter show, too. The fresh cast of local drag and burlesque performers will take the stage as your favorite Hogwarts characters living the lives you never dreamed of and weren't supposed to see. Very exciting. That is at the back door, I believe. All right, that about does it. So we're going to throw it back to the show. Welcome back to Blooming Out. Uh, that was, those are great. Thank you. Uh, 
get on all of those events, folks. Um, get out there and have some fun while you can. <laughs> you can't just it's say not. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, it's heavy like that. <clears throat> um, we have our fall fun drive, and I implore all of you listening. As part of this, if you value the information that you get, if you value the opinion that you get from us, if you value the diversity of voices, of music, uh, of music that you find here on WFHB and on Blooming Out or any of the, the shows, um, please uh, get onto WFHB.org. I know all of you have computers. Uh, go there. Hit the big red donate button. There are many options for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do the old fashioned call in method, which is 812 223 1200. That's 812 323 1200 right now to keep those frequencies diverse and commercial free. And on a lighter note, which I am really happy to be able to present um, after all of this. I had uh, went out into the field and I did an interview with Singe. Finally, we've been trying to get together for a couple months now, and uh, she is a burlesque performer, and I just she does a million things. So we uh, ended up meeting out in the park uh, and a beautiful day, and recorded this interview. There's a little bit of growliness to it, so I apologize. There was some wind that day. Um, We'll have to get better wind socks. <laughs> and we can get better wind socks if you go to WFHB.org. <laughs> the big red donate button. The big red donate button. It's so button. big. With, so, you know. It plays a song. You, you can't earmark it for wind socks, but it will definitely help go to that. Mm-hmm. Lucas, roll the tape. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Out's Roving Reporter Series. Uh, we are here today with Singe. Hi. Say Hi. Hello, audience. I said that correctly, right? Yes. Awesome. Sometimes, you know, it's Singe or something like that. Uh, Sange, I believe, is the French pronunciation. Oh. When I went to BurleyCon, which is this big, actually, it's the world's only educational burlesque convention that happens out in Seattle, we get a lot of French Canadians who come to it. And so they saw my badge and they were like, Is your name really meaning monkey? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's Singe. It's it's English Singe. But if I ever do a drag king persona, it will be Singe. Oh yeah, totally. And then you can like yeah. all sorts of possibilities. <laughs> but it's just Singe. Singe. And you are more than than just a singular name. You are a burlesque performer, a instructor. Yes. Uh, are part of like a million different groups, <laughs> uh, and you're also in kink scene and performance and stuff. Tell me more. Um, so I am a burlesque producer in town in Bloomington. That means that I put on burlesque shows. I typically do them over at the back door, which is the queer, lovely, wonderful, friendly space in town. Um, I have a show coming up this Friday, which will actually be my 23rd production over the last four years or so. Wow. So I've been, I feel like I'm an old hat at this at this point. It's like, I, I'm probably not, but I feel like I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just like, I do producing. I also MC my shows as well. I perform, I produce, I direct, I choreograph um, group routines I have in the shows, and I also teach. Oh my gosh, you need <laughs> how many heads for all those hats? 
so many heads, and that's just the burlesque side. There are other sides we'll talk about later. Right. <laughs> we won't touch on that in this interview yet, but this is blooming out, so we're all about the entirety of the community. Right. Well, I won't go into great in-depth, but I'm also the leader for Bloomington Kink, which is a kink BDSM fetish group. It's kind of more like a club, so to speak. Mm -hmm. We meet over at the back door, and we hang out, and we talk, and basically we promote consent left and right, and learn, having people learn how to communicate and learn what are red flags and what are you know, what are good signs, what are bad signs, what consent actually means, what informed consent means versus just presumed or assumed consent. Uh, we have a booth up at Bloomington Pride for the last four years or so, yeah. and that's always a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that is something to totally get into at another date. Uh, I, I will go on for hours about consent if you let me, so we'll better table that for now. <laughs> you know, and it needs to be gone over for hours. Um, people need to hear about that. So we are here to talk about burlesque today. So you have a show coming up. I do. I have a show coming up on Friday, October 11th, this coming Friday, mm -hmm. called Invisibilities. It is called Invisibilities, which is Visible Teases with Invisible Diseases. It is specifically a show for performers who have invisible illnesses, disabilities, um, and basically to showcase that not everybody looks sick. Right. Yeah, to normal people, everybody looks quote-unquote normal, but a lot of us struggle with physical diseases and ailments and stuff. I personally have fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. severe adrenal fatigue. I have ribs that literally pop in and out of socket multiple times a day. Oh my god, ouch. Yeah, so like it's it's challenging and when people always assume like, oh, you're a normal person, you can do whatever, it's like, no, you, I just look like a normal person when I go out. You know, I try to make sure I have a good face of makeup so I don't look like I'm tired and drained. Um, I don't let people see me on the bad days when I'm curled up in bed sobbing because I'm in that much pain. Right. Um, so this show is really just kind of to educate people and be like, hey, this is a real thing and we are out here. And also uh, next week is Invisible Disease Awareness uh, Week. So mm -hmm. it seems like a kind of a good way to warm people up to be like, hey, keep an eye out for other things and be more aware and sensitive of other people. Yeah. Bring awareness. Absolutely. So important. Now, is, is this the first one? Is this... This is the first one of this show I'm doing. I'm hoping that it has a good enough turnout to make it an annual thing, because I think it's important to kind of highlight it. There aren't very many shows like this on this side of the country. Yeah. On the other side of the country, like in Seattle, there's a burlesque performer named Chaos Ex Machina, who does a show called Cryptes, which is kind oh. of a similar thing. And there's a there's a woman um, in Virginia-ish. Um, Right. But this is the first time this is kind of being done in Indiana at all. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It's important to me because I have a personal connection to it. But I also believe in, like, giving multiple people visibility when I can. That's really important also from another aspect. I have a lot of friends who are struggling with invisible diseases. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they really don't connect with, with their body is is a sexuality. Yeah. It is a sense of uh, possession of it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it, I hate to say it defines yeah. you, but it can come to define your day. Yeah. And it's hard to feel fully possessed of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and especially, in, you know, we're all human, right? Yeah. Uh, now, I'm asexual, mm -hmm. so I don't really feel those feelings anymore. I did for a while in mm -hmm. my life, but I was always had that disconnection. Like, yeah. my body wasn't, didn't fit the mm -hmm. idea of yeah. sexy. Um and, and I know that other people struggling with 
disease you know when you're in pain yeah yeah when you're when you're oh, uh, oh no when i am like curled up and in pain i am not sexy i don't feel sexy and it's like well i'm an ugly hideous beast why do i even go on i have days like that and it's yeah. like yeah no no we need to no it doesn't matter what i do or don't have i still have worth and stuff that i can put forward i have art i can express so it's kind of trying to take what you have and channeling it into something good and productive. Right. And I mean, there are days where the pain gets to me and I'm like, nope, not today. Today is not happening. But it's important, I think, to listen to your body, not push it more than, you know, sometimes one needs to push their body a little bit mm-hmm. or their mind a little bit. But it's important to listen to your body and yourself and go, okay, I can push here. Mm, I shouldn't push there. So it's, it's, it's an interesting balance to deal with. Now, is there anything in particular that brought this, you know, on for you? Like, I mean, other than personal, but like <laughs> what, what gave you the impetus to, to jump into it this year? Um, so this year was kind of a big leap for me, so to speak. Uh, I produced my 20th show in July and it was kind of like I, it's kind of like I threw myself a party. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I brought in... Uh, Poison Ivory, who is the, oh gosh, she's amazing. (laughs) She is a um, queer POC woman who won uh, the title of Queen of Burlesque a couple years back, and I met her at Burlicon, Um, but I brought her in for my show. I brought in Bazooka Joe down from Chicago. I had Trillisha Divine, Juju Bone, Jamie Spangle. It was just, it was a wonderful and incredible thing, and it was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing bigger things I can do more it was kind of a you know what this has been kind of a passion project of mine for a while I've been wanting to do it for the last few years and this year was just kind of like you've done a lot of shows you've hit a milestone why don't you just do what you want to do and do this show I was like okay okay Sanish, let's do that and so I talked to the venue and was like hey let's do this I love it when things are more spontaneous oh sorry also Mocha Debute was in that sorry Mocha I was not forgetting you (laughs) No, that, this sounds really incredible, and I found out that I will be actually able to uh, probably attend, because what Yay! time is it? Starts at 10.30 p.m. on Friday, October 11th. Doors open at 9 o'clock. Great. And actually, we just did a show uh, on our show last week. We interviewed for the um, Big Gay Debutante Ball. Mm-hmm. So that ends uh, in enough time for you to scoot on over to the back door yeah. afterward and have another party. <laughs> so... Party, party, party central. All the party. And we will be starting like 10.30, pretty sharp on 10.30. I know drag shows are kind of known for not actually starting on time. Right. But I always start my shows within like 10, 15 minutes. So if you're coming, try not to be late. We'll no. accept you to come late. That's fine. But <laughs> get there early. You'll get seats. Well, thank you so much for coming and and jumping over all the hoops today to get here. Hey, I apologize for being a little bit rambly with my thoughts, but uh, thank you so much for interviewing with me and letting me babble on about consent and boobs. Yeah, and we'll get you back on for uh, for kink. I want to hear more about that. Yes, all the naughtiness. Woo. All the consensual naughtiness. It's all very consensual. Consensual naughtiness. Consensual naughtiness. Okay. <laughs> so, well, it's naughty. It's not bad. Exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 you know, it's taboo, but it's not 
bad. As long as everybody is happy and consenting, that's all that matters. But if people are interested in learning more about like my burlesque classes and stuff, they can follow me on social medias and such. Oh yeah, you've got the uh, you've got things. To I, follow. I am on the Facebook. Uh-huh. I believe I am also on the Instagram. Although I don't think the kids call it the Instagram. It's the Google and the Facebook. I don't know what Instagram is. If you but... say the lawn, you are <laughs> saying the in front of everything. So, but I, I am on Facebook. I'm on Facebook just as Singe S I N G E. I'm pretty easy to find if people are interested and learning more about my shows or about taking classes they're welcome to contact me or hopefully come out to the show on friday (laughs) thank you so much thank you all right folks don't forget uh that uh the show is this friday so it's tomorrow and it's uh at the back door bring your friends it's going to be a blast yeah it sounds like fun is it the Mm -hmm. harry potter one no, this is uh, so. Yeah, she does a whole bunch of like uh, themed ones. I, mean, I can't wait for the Harry Potter one. Yeah. I really want to go Potter, to that. Is that in November? I can't remember. I think it's. Uh, I want to say it's next weekend. I think it's. Next oh my weekend, gosh! Yeah. Or oh, it's no, no, Saturday. You're right. That's why I was thinking uh, next week, we, next month. Can we all yeah. go? I would love yeah, to do fun. that. I that would be that. so fun. Okay, yeah. I got a, I got a fake idea for my kid. So yeah. no, for- I don't. <laughs> I don't. For anybody listening, I do not have a fake idea for my child. Really, I can't believe you thought that. <laughs> shame on you shame on the you. listener <laughs> and as we heard uh last week we've got the big gay debutante ball coming yes, up too. Yeah. on friday so, on friday so again tomorrow mm-hmm. that's a couple things back to back so go to baft first then head yeah. on over to the back and, door and all of that is online we uh archive all of our episodes mm-hmm. on wfhb.org um, under public affairs blooming out so you can find details for the the ball mm-hmm. and you can find i think the event at the back door yeah yep yep it's all up there online so much to do but it looks like we're out of time thanks for a great show everyone and thanks to all the listeners out there and to all the volunteers at wfhb who make this show possible blooming out is produced by melanie davis and ireland meacham um Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. I'm Melanie Davis. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You were just listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. To hear more episodes of the show, please visit www.wfhb.org and click Blooming Out under the Public Affairs tab. Blooming Out is produced by and for the LGBTIQA community. To inquire about the show or to book a guest interview or to just chat, please email us at bloomingout at wfhb.org. Beautiful, beautiful.